0: Praise, presence, and glory empower true calling David W. Palmer. Luke 2.20 NLT The shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. It was just as the angel had told them. For these true shepherds, the sequence was, 1. They began in their regular routine. They were, living out in the fields, of secluded ministry keeping watch over their assigned flock by night. In a dark season, see, Luke 2.8 2. God chose them to be the ones with whom he would share the exhilaration of his son's birth. An angel stood before them. The glory of the Lord shone around them. The angel shared God's joyous message about the birth of a Savior, Christ the Lord. He told them they would find a baby in a manger, and that this would be a sign to them. 3. Suddenly, the shepherds were confronted by a multitude of the heavenly host, who were praising God. 4. They immediately rushed to Bethlehem to see what the Lord had made known to them. 5. They found Mary, Joseph, and the baby. Jesus was lying in a manger. 6. They overflowed with the good news and made it widely known. 7. Those who heard them must have believed their exuberance and conviction. They marveled at what the shepherds told them. 8. The shepherds went back to their routine, out in the field, watching over their flock by night. But now they were glorifying God and overflowing with praise and gratitude. This is an amazing story. But it could have ended so differently and with two good, but way less than best, conceivable outcomes. Possible scenario 1. What would have happened if they had not gone to seek for Jesus? What if the secluded angelic mountaintop experience was all they accepted? Maybe, like many of us, they could have been content to receive an angelic visitation, enjoyed heavenly praise, and experienced God's glory. They would have had a great story to tell, and they could have returned to the same place next year next week, or even the next day, looking for a spiritual experience to top that one. In other words, for the shepherds, the glorious angelic appearance could have been like the ultimate church camp, Sunday service, or deeply intimate quiet time at home. But if they were content to leave it there, they would never have seen Jesus firsthand and then shared his gospel widely. I'm so glad they saw the angelic visitation as simply a messenger bringing a message. What he said to them was the real issue and their obedience to it was of paramount importance, not just the spiritual experience of receiving it. Possible scenario too. What if, after seeing angels, heavenly praise, receiving personal revelation about Jesus from an angel, and what if after having encountered Jesus firsthand, these shepherds hadn't returned to the flock over which God had assigned them? You see, I'm sure they could have been tempted to abandon their God-given assignment out in the field, at night, tending their flock. Instead, they could have been celebrities, had their photo in newspapers, gone on TV and radio, and been booked up on the speaking circuit. Their testimony was astounding, their conviction real, their background authentic, and their revelation accurate. These shepherds could have had a long and successful career giving their testimony of the night angels appeared, and of the signs they had witnessed. However, instead of being lured by fame and prominence, these humble, True shepherds returned to their modest flock. They went back to the cold, lonely field. They cared for the newborns, protected the sheep from thieves and wolves, ensured they were fed, and kept them from straying. Yes, it sounds like a mission far from the glamour and notoriety of celebrityism, but this was the ministry assignment to which God had called them. As a result, they had true life, not merely adulation, acclaim, and pseudo significance. They had eternal security in God's fold not just the temporal security of financial and visible income. And they had overflowing praise from a heart in right relationship with God. That is something no amount of fame, money, prominence, or position can bring. They had truly found their pearl of great price. We note also in their story that after experiencing God's glory and angelic visitation, promptly obeying the instruction God gave them, meeting Jesus firsthand, sharing the gospel, and testifying to the signs, They returned to their flock overflowing with praise. They obviously weren't in danger of burnout from the strenuous rigors of pastoral ministry in the dark, isolated field. They were on fire for God. Now the ministry wasn't a task of paid responsibility. It was the overflow of living water coming up from their praising. Life-filled hearts, the difficulties, tests, and trials of ministry were eclipsed by the overflowing life and joy that came from encountering and seeing Jesus afresh. These true shepherds were in their right place, doing what they were called to do, and God met them where they were. He fed them with revelation, astounded them with glory and presence, showed them a specific sign, and gave them a first-hand, personal relationship with Jesus. This empowered and sustained their ministry at home, as well as allowed them to greatly impact their entire region. Wow! The shepherd's story is truly a lesson in how God designed ministry to operate. Today. We can learn much from this narrative. First, are you willing to go beyond the enjoyment of presence, praise, and hearing the word? Are you ready to actually step out in instant obedience on the word God sends to you, or has sent to you, through his messenger? Second, are you willing, instead of using God's experience to bring you reputation, fame, and glory, to allow it to empower you in your God given assignment, no matter how insignificant it may appear to others? I encourage you. Enjoy the worship, praise, glory, and angels. But when you hear the message God uses this to highlight, obey promptly what he says. Luke 2:16 16 NKJV, and they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph, and the babe lying in a manger. Third, when you are full to overflowing with revelation, life, love, praise, and gratitude. When you have a first-hand fresh glimpse of Jesus, go to your flock. Allow them to receive the benefit of what God has filled you with, even if it means being out in the field, at night, watching over a modest flock of sheep. P.S. It is wise and permissible to leave your ministry post temporarily to focus on worship, presence, glory, word, signs, and testifying widely. This will actually empower you to keep the grass green when you return, and tend your assigned flock.